What's up, you guys? I'm Tracy Jones, and this is the Energy Academy. I feel so passionately about women, especially mothers, living life as their strongest, most vibrant, most grounded, most energetic self. That's what we do on this show. We talk about everything surrounding our physical, mental, and emotional energy. How can we create and manage our energy? What would my life look like if I was my most vibrant self? How would that affect the people that I love? Can I really be that girl? How are simple choices like what I'm going to wear tomorrow affecting my mental energy? This is a place where we question everything. This is a place where we create change. This is the Energy Academy. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. I am so excited for this week's episode. I say that literally every week. But now these weeks that are rolling out in front of us now, I am probably the most excited for the podcast that I've ever been because it's just like guest after guest after guest. And um, you guys loved the episode from last week with Jordan Palmer. And if you have not had a chance to listen to that, go check it out. Jordan Palmer of Mama Bear Fuel, like works full time, runs a side business called Mama Bear Fuel has four kids, homeschools, all of them, has been like crazy job. And she's just so great about staying in her systems and staying in her routines and keeping the ball moving forward all the time and keeping herself very even keeled, high energy, all that kind of stuff. Just a really great listen. Um, if you are a mom, especially if you're a mom of multiples and littles, because her oldest is the same age as my daughter, um, nine. So they range, her kids range from two years old to nine years old. Just a really good episode. If you're a mom needing a little bit of encouragement, but this week, you guys, this week, I'm so excited because I have one of my very best friends in the world coming on the show with us this week. To you all, she will be known as Lauren Henderson. To me, she is Lala. Some of you guys will know her online as Anel and James, and um, or Lauren Anel. You might know that name too online. She is our personal like wordsmith of our family. Like anytime we're like, "Hey, need a real great caption for this," she's like, "Let me clickety clack, and I will come up with it." And it's just like magic every time. The Be Your Own Brand line from Ranch Dressing, that is Lala. And um, I'm super excited to have her on the show this week. Um, she's going to drop some awesome knowledge for you guys. I'm really excited about it. Lala, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, that's quite the intro. <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh, so excited to be here. I am just absolutely pumped and can't wait to get into talking about working from home, some work from home tips I have, and just kind of my journey from working in an office to working from home. Yeah. And you guys, the reason I wanted Lala to come on so bad is because I feel like our world has changed a lot, a lot. I mean, what is not different about our world, you know, in the past three years, almost four years now, which is kind of crazy to think about, but when the world got turned upside down in 2020 and so many people transitioned to working from home, I feel like most people did not ever go back to an office. Yeah. It definitely like opened up new doors that people just wouldn't have expected for themselves in the year of 2020. I like to say that 2020, you know, gave us a lot of challenges, but it gave me some of the greatest gifts in my life thus far. I totally Um, agree with that. And that is honestly more time with my family and friends. I mean, 
we were spending so much time with our coworkers and just barely bits and pieces of ourselves we were yeah. able to give to our family. And yeah, so absolutely. And like from an energy perspective, I really wanted to bring Lala on you guys because so Lala is married to who in our family is Uncle Tyre. He's the best. Harlow, our other friend Jesse, named her daughter. His name is Tyler, but she calls him Tyre. Yeah. You know how your kids do this, right? You guys, like when your kids call something a certain word, or like Peyton, when she was little, she called breakfast, breakfast. I love it. And we still call it breakfast. Like we still, every morning, we're like, what do we want to have for breakfast? Yeah, it's you know? breakfast. Well, sure. Harlow, our friend Jesse, um, who's also going to be on the podcast, you guys are going to die when she comes on the podcast. She's so good. Um, Harlow named him Tyre. Yep. And, and now his name is Tyre, and we just don't refer to him in front of her as Tyler because we don't want to ruin. Yeah, him. we don't want to. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't let them know that it's wrong, or then they'll fix it, and then it's over. But anyway, um, Lala and Tyre do not have kids yet, and um, I think that's really valuable. I wanted to make sure that I'm bringing guests on the show um, for you guys. That I, I didn't want to only speak to the mom crew, right? I wanted to be able to speak to you know, our corporate cowgirls and like all that kind of stuff too, because, um, I can get, I can speak very much from the lens of a mom just because I am a mom and I, I, I'm, I'm mom in 24 seven. So it, it can be, I can get really like zoned in on that, but I don't want to like alienate anybody. And, um, so Lala kind of has that magic too, that she's, you know, she's working from home. They don't have kids. And so they're, but like still really good about prioritizing, prioritizing her health, her energy, her wellness, all that kind of stuff. And one of the big things that I talk about a lot, which we're going to hit on this, um, in the mental energy module of the energy academy is accessibility and turning work off and like how do you, we're going to get to this so hard. how do you do that when you especially when you work from home so we're going to get to that but first of all will you kind of tell them a little bit about your career journey because you haven't always been work from home you have a really cool job yeah absolutely so tell them about it a little bit yeah so I work as an account director for a Texas-based ad agency. My biggest clients are in the grocery industry and then also if you know Hypro Feeds, if you're a horse girl, um, they are also my client. So I get to work with them on things like TV campaigns, social media campaigns, yeah. radio, I mean everything. It's so much fun. It is such a dynamic career, but with that um, comes... Uh, just an added layer of like flexibility and so creating really I like to call them dynamic routines mm -hmm. is absolutely essential to what I do and that's been whether I've been in an office or been yeah. at home that hasn't changed so yeah. um, right before the pandemic in 2020 I was already kind of thinking you know I wanted to work from home because I live in the country and I, that's yeah. something where I really saw it as an asset to if I was going to be able to at lunch like up out and ride my horse or yeah you know get a workout in something like that I could just really maximize my life working from home so before 2020 happened I'd already transitioned to working a day or two a week from home mm -hmm. um, and then when we all went home it just kind of stuck and I yeah. ended up moving five hours away from my company and yeah it's just been a game changer so anyway that's a little bit about my career I'm about 10 years in and what year was that that y'all moved home uh 20. 20, 21? 21, 21, I think. Yeah, 21. Like 
but so in Lubbock is where your, your job is actually based out of. So like sometimes she has to like do the very corporate thing and like fly to Lubbock for a meeting or something. I actually didn't realize how much traveling I would be doing once the world got back up and going. Yeah. I've been doing like a whole lot more traveling, but if you know anything about the Dallas to Lubbock flight, I call it like the Greyhound bus flight. Yeah. It's 45 minutes. (laughs) It's It's so easy. It's so easy. It's like Dallas to Houston. Yeah. It's the most traveling I would ever want to do, but it has been really fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. So talk to us a little bit. So now primarily works from home. So talk to us about, because you do a really good job of prioritizing your health, your wellness. You've been like on your game recently. So talk to it because here's how I envision working from home. When you don't have kids and you don't have anything like that, like somebody demanding your time and attention to break your day up. Because I'm a little bit, and I know you're like this too. I can be a little bit of workaholic, Mm -hmm. like where I can just work, 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 work. I mean, I can sit there and like just go baby go and then look up and like five hours have gone by and I'm like oh my gosh yeah, you know I'm I... saying that this week like oh wow does, where does the day go? I need to get up so talk to us a little bit about how do you feel like you kind of keep your health game like in the a game realm mm-hmm. when like you're working from home so like you wake up you're at home but you're also at work and then like lunchtime rolls around and like the office isn't shutting down to go to lunch so like how do you prioritize yourself within that kind of a situation where there's not a lot of boundaries, I guess. Yeah. So I feel like that is, has been one of the hardest things for me to learn Mm -hmm. has been, you know, not having the accountability of someone saying your butt needs to be in this seat at this time. Yeah. You know, this is just your routine kind of being created for you. So I've had to create those for myself. And if you don't have those, you'll just flounder. I mean, you absolutely have to have them. So I like to, my typical day, like right now, what's working for me is I usually choose like three smaller tasks, one deep work task, a meeting. I either choose like deep work or if I have a lot of meetings, it'll be something like that. And then I'll build in breaks for myself. So that'll look like 20 minutes of walking or we've recently, you know, Jesse's gotten me on the walking pad train. So I'll just do that while I'm answering emails, something like that. It's less of like an intense exercise or workout. And it's more just like really keeping movement top of mind throughout the day. Yeah. And then for me, as much as I want to be a morning workout girl, and if that's the time I need to get it in, I will do it. But my husband and I have been, we actually got a gym membership and we drive into town um, whenever it's not always five o'clock, but if like three o'clock works best for me, we'll, we'll go get our workout in together. Yeah. And that's kind of like our time to spend together as well as my time to get out of the house. Yeah. So, um, even though it's a 20 minute drive, that's like getting out of the house has been totally worth it for me. Absolutely. Cause it, it breaks up your day a little bit. And I can remember doing that too. Like, I, I mean, heck the gym I'm driving to now is 25 minutes and like, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, I, and honestly, like, I think there's a lot of magic to the routine of getting in the car, listening to the music, or, you know, you guys are talking. I'm always mm-hmm. listening to music because I'm usually just have Peyton with me or by myself. You know, I think there's just a little bit of magic in that, like, little routine of yeah, getting away from, like, yeah, getting away from the house. And I, I talk about, like, transition times a lot um, in the Energy Academy where I'm like, you got to use those transition times well to, like, turn your brain on and off to different things. And, um... I think that's great. But I love that you mentioned, um, building in walking breaks Mm -hmm. because that's something that I talk about. You know, I specifically teach that in the energy Academy when I'm talking to people who are working like, you know, in an office type setting, like a sedentary type job, I'm like set an alarm where you get up and you get out of your building Mm -hmm. and you go and you move around for 15 or 20 minutes. Like if people are 
going to take a break at the water cooler. Like, surely you can exactly. go. Exactly. And a lot of times, like, you can take a phone call. I mean, yeah. you could take a walking meeting if it's, like, an internal meeting. And yeah. it's with somebody that you work closely with. And yeah. I'll do that sometimes. Be like, sorry about the wind noise. Yeah. But we're just... um maybe like regrouping on a meeting we just had with a client or something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of opportunities to build it in. Yeah. You just have to be diligent about yeah, doing that. Absolutely. So talk, okay. Because you're also our very, um, I feel like our very, um, like maybe like techie appy kind of friend. Yes, like you yeah. love technology, you love apps, you love digital, all things digital For space. Sure. Right. So, but then here comes accessibility, right? Mm-hmm. Because now we have like, text messages, emails, phone calls, Slack, Zoom, Gmail chat. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much accessibility. How how do you manage that to where you are not constantly in like response mode? So I really struggled with this for a while, self-admittedly. And then I dug into focus modes, which I totally never used on my iPhone. Yeah. Um, and it is such a game changer. Yep. I have sleep set up. Do not disturb. Of course I have meetings set up to where if I'm in a meeting, I have it set to the things that I want to see, not see. Um, and I use those. I mean, I utilize those daily Yeah. and that was a tool that I really was underutilizing up until six months ago. And it's just an absolute game changer because I mean, even if you're accessible and you're in a zoom meeting with a client and you have internal people pinging you on Slack, yeah, that's, I mean, that's not a good thing either. You're distracted. You're distracted. You know? so, yeah. Um, it's definitely, I, I love those focus modes and I, yeah, I use those a ton. And I, I totally agree with you. I think that's so underutilized. Mm-hmm. And I think even see here, I go bringing up like the mom game, but I even think that like, as a mom, you can use that kind of stuff. Like if this child is going down for a nap and that is like my time of the day to work on my side hustle, get my workout in, whatever, mm-hmm. use the focus modes on the, they're, it it's is free. Like if you yeah. have an iPhone, I mean, yeah. yeah. And what I always get hung up on is like, I'm always teaching people to get away from technology. And the way that I talk to people is through technology. Yes. And like, yes. we're, we're telling them right now, like to get away from their technology, but use your technology to get away from your technology. But yeah. It's there for a reason. Absolutely. And if you have an Apple Watch, which I do not have, we're all No, we don't. Yeah. But if you do have an Apple Watch, oh my gosh, I would think you would just have to use those because it's literally physically attached to you. Yeah. And I I talk about that a lot in the Energy Academy that like the number one reason I quit wearing an Apple Watch was because I could not, I mean, I could not get anything. uh, I can't. Did you ever wear an Apple Watch? I had an Apple Watch. Yeah. Yeah. I wore yeah. one for a long time. And it just, I don't like being, I don't like it on me. Pinging, yeah. Pinging on me. I mean, much. and it's, and it's always like, right when you get in your like really focused mode and, and then you're, it's like, you get a text message that has nothing to do with what you're doing. And then you're off in la la land and yeah. scrolling through TikTok Literally. before you know it. So talk to us a little bit about when, when you don't really leave work mm-hmm. because work is at home. Yes. How do you leave work? How do you do that? How do you how do you shut down at the end of the day and give yourself time to invest in yourself, take care of yourself, let your mind, you know, you know what yeah. I'm asking? Yes, yes, how yes. do you do that? So, I mean, you talk about a, a lot with like transition periods, right? Yeah. And so for me, you know, leaving to go to a workout, that's a yeah. huge one for me. Yes, but yes. But it's a day that I'm not necessarily doing that or just other things. I like to have like a, a boot up and a wind down routine. Yeah, yeah. And having it's kind of like having a routine within a routine, but it's doing a sequential, like three to five things on my computer that kind of shuts me down for the day. Okay. Um, for me, I also like on Fridays, I have one that is more tailored to setting me up 
for Monday and that okay. looks like like cleaning up my digital spaces. So I cannot stand there being stuff like in my trash or oh, a desktop. Yes, just yes, like yes, yes. Cluttered or yeah. my downloads <laughs> folder has yeah. to be squared away. Oh my gosh. Um, so a lot of it for me looks like cleaning up my digital spaces, knowing that I'm good to go. I'm yeah. a zero inbox girly. Oh like, boy. I, yeah. I can't. Um, and if there's something in my inbox that I haven't handled, it's yeah. like I mark it as unread till it's handled. So okay. just doing kind of that boot up. I think you should have like a boot up and a boot down. I love a shut down routine. I love that. Um, a boot like, up routine and a yeah. shut down routine. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And that's what I teach a lot about. Like, um, you have to have a morning routine. Mm-hmm. You have to have a nighttime routine or a bedtime routine, whatever you want to call it. But this is like specifically pertaining to work. And I love this. Yeah, for sure. And it can also look like doing things in your home, even after you get up and leave your desk, like at night, I'm real big on lighting. So like, oh, yes. you know, the mood. setting, setting the lighting, lighting a candle, like yeah. putting on some background music, turning on your fireplace, like whatever that is to turn it from work mode to cozy mode. Yes. You know, see, so. and this is why I wanted Lola to come on yeah. you guys, because she's got it figured out. And I really admire that about you because I mean, I also am like working from home, but in a totally different way than you are working from home. And I'm working from home with a small child and just shenanigans going on all of the time. So it's just, it's just crazy to me. Like, it, I don't know. It's just different, but I do some of these same things. Mm-hmm. Like the, like when you said light a candle, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I do that. It probably signals to your start kid. dinner yeah, or that, hey, whatever. This is kind of the mode we're in. And, yeah. And whatever. It does change the, the mood, mm-hmm. but you're kind of taking your home from like office space to like home. Oh yeah. It's the same thing as like in the morning, you know, I'm trying, I'm not working in my pajamas, even if that's okay. changing to some athleisure that's so yes. comfortable. You know, I try to do a really good job of like putting on a face, yes. fixing my hair in some kind of way and sitting down because it creates that environment. Yep. Um, you know, have an office space. If you can get your office out of your bedroom, please do it. Yes, like, for sure. Just don't do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, for a long time, I had an office and I called it a tiny office in yeah. the last house and it was a glorified walk-in pantry. Yeah. But it was great. It had a door on it. Now I have an actual room that's an yeah. office. Um, yeah. But that was great. I would go in there, shut the door. And so yeah. you can get that designated space that really helps. Yeah. And then you can close it when you're done. I actually, um, before we started recording, I was on the phone with my mother-in-law and I was telling her, I was like, I'm so excited. Lala's coming on the podcast. And I said, you know, one thing that she always does that you, she's so good about is I said, she gets dressed every day. Oh, <laughs> and you do. And, I try, yeah. and even if it's just like, we're in like our essentials. We're in like exactly. our ad- little athleisure Thank outfit doing, yeah. <laughs> doing our deal. Like, because I'm big on that too. And because there is nothing that makes me feel more like, uh, like mm-hmm. slobbish, just like not in the zone yeah. than never getting out of like, I just woke up mode. Right. And if you work from home, I'm real big on like, certainly there's days when you're not going to flip that camera on, but if you can have your camera on with your coworkers, I mean, because you're not together all the time, I do yeah. think there should, there is benefit in like looking in someone else's eyes yeah. and like yeah. connecting. Um, and you don't want to do that when you look slumped a dump. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you just don't. And I'm, I'm really big on that too. Like I can feel like there are like, because there are days, right, where you just get up and just, like, 
S-H-I-T has hit the fan like immediately and I it's just like constant stuff going on and then it's two o'clock and I'm like I don't have any makeup on and my hair's just in like a ponytail and like and I'm just like ugh I just and there are days like at 2 30 I will stop and like put makeup on and like get myself dressed and it's shocking how much it changes my little attitude yep absolutely every time every time every single time I'm like why did I do this but yeah 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 so talk to us a little bit is there anything else you want to share like career-wise about, you know, kind of working from home and, and handling that, making sure that you're not just constantly in work mode. I love that you shared the boot up and the shutdown routine because mm-hmm. that's specifically in the, um, it kind of in the more in the workspace versus just like the life space. Cause I know you have your morning routine as well. Yeah, for sure. No, that, I mean, that's kind of like generally my philosophy on, on yeah. working, the working from home piece of it. Yeah. I mean, it definitely just, it's such a game changer. Yeah. And whether you're working from home two days a week or all the time. Yeah. I mean, you can implement these things. Yeah. So something else I wanted to make sure that we talked about today is, um, like passion points yeah. and, and having a passion, having a hobby. I feel like I so on a whole lot of I know. about this. I know, <laughs> but I feel like so many, um, women, especially, I don't, I don't feel like men struggle with this as much. Maybe I'm wrong. And I just, I just don't feel like they do, but I feel like women, especially as we transition into that different season of our life where we get into our career or we become a mom, I feel like so many women feel like they have to be that and only that. And that is who they are now. And I feel like you've done such a good job. And you talk about this online a lot about having a career that allows you to still have your passion. It supports your passion because at the end of the day, if your career is not allowing you to do what you love, what is the freaking point of having the career? Right. Right. And I don't know if this was a millennial thing that we were sold or what, but yeah. I feel like I just heard dream job, dream job, dream job, dream, go to college and get your dream job. Yep. And you know, I graduated from college and was like, well, you know, I have this communications and media degree and yeah. it's like, what, you know, what am I going to do with this? And I remember telling my advisor, like, well, I really like horses. I'm really good at writing and you know, ad agencies really interest me, like yeah. marketing interests me. And so I want to do something with that. And she kind of looked at me and was like, or like I had three heads, like, yeah, it's not possible. Pick a job and look and at here you I now. Am it. Um, so I just am so passionate about people. I hear a lot. I'm, I'm looking for my dream job or I'm looking for my passion or I can't wait till I find my thing. And a lot of times, you know, that's a lot of pressure to put on a career. Yeah. Oh yeah. To have your whole career fulfill you. Yeah. Um, and because I, I love my job. I love what I do. I wouldn't pick anything else, but there are some days where it is a job. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I'm just so passionate about whether it's horses to you or running or, you know, a softball league. I don't know. whatever. Whatever it is to you having that other outlet, because it's more about having the life the job that's going to let you build the life that you want. Yes. Um, then it is just the, the dream job yeah. that you've been sold. So something that I talk about a lot is that, um, I feel like it's a very dangerous place to get where we don't have a passion anymore, or we've given up that passion, that hobby, that thing that, you know, the thing that like makes a hair on the back of your neck stand up. Mm-hmm. Like when we give that up, I feel like so much of our sparkle, just like that little spark in our eye, I feel like it gets just snuffed out. Cause I'm like, you have to, you have to have that thing that just is that little fire mm-hmm. inside of you. Right. And I feel like when we get rid of that or when we put it on the back burner, a lot of times it never gets brought back. And that just, 
I feel like there's just so much vigor that comes from having that thing. And I know like for both of us, it's like, Oh, has a lot to do with like horses and being outside and stuff like that. And like, I, it's interesting for me because I don't really ride that Mm -hmm. much, but I love to be around them. I love to take care of them. I love to help Peyton with her horses. And so like horse girl, (laughs) I have gone full horse girl and which is interesting. Right. But, and it, that was a passion of mine since I was a little, little kid. And what's, you know, how cool is God that then I have this little baby that comes out of the womb, basically wanting to ride horses. And now because she wanted to do it, now I've got a big part of my dream back in my life too. But how do you, because I know you talk about career online a lot Mm -hmm. and like y'all and y'all, if you ever need like um, your resume proofed or done for you or anything, like Lala does that. And you can find that in her Instagram, um, which I'll put in the show notes. But I know you talk about this a lot where people come to you and say, how do I find my dream, my dream job? Or how do I, how would you tell someone, like, how do they go about looking? How did you have the courage to say, I like horses and ad agencies are cool and I'm going to make that work. How do how do you do that? Well, I started to look at my soft skills and that uh, your soft skills are things that kind of, I like to describe the things that are naturally coming to you. Yeah. So, you know, writing communication, whether it's written, verbal, whatever, things like that. These are not skills like hard skills that say a doctor, a surgeon would have going in and doing a certain procedure. Right, 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 right. Um, those looking at those skills and then seeing how I could translate those into something that would help me build a career. Yeah. Um, and then from there, like at an ad agency, I realized very quickly that, you know, they see somebody who has a specialized interest in agriculture, let's say, okay, as an asset to them because I can then go work on the agriculture accounts and speak that language. And there, I wouldn't have as much of a learning curve to, you know, as somebody else who didn't know. Yeah. Kind of just a base level. Yeah. You know, group of things. Yeah. Um, and so I can be an asset to them in that area scenario. Yeah. So I kind of just started to look at like, what are my soft skills and then what are my interests? Let's marry those two. And then I'm going to sell it. Yeah. And I, and I feel like this is the one of the things that keeps you overall very like a happy, healthy individual because you're the thing that gives you your spark is still in your life for sure. And so you're not working for the weekend. You've found this career that has, it enables you. What's that reel that you made about where you were like the, um, you got to live the life that you love and have the career that supports Supports it. it. It's that whole, that whole idea, I guess. And I do think that we were sold very much the, um, you go to, you go to college, you go to school, then you go to college Mm -hmm. and then you get a degree in college and then you get a job in that field and then you work in that field until it's time to retire. And then that's it. Right. Right. And it's your dream job might just allow you to, even, even if I didn't have an agriculture client, I would still say that's a dream job because it allows me to work from home and go ride my horse in the afternoon if that's what I want to do. And, you know, within reason, work is where the Wi-Fi is. I'm trying my best to own that. Um, but I have a tendency to like very much, I need to be in this office, whatever. So I'm trying to spread my wings a little bit and own that a little bit more, but um, work is where the Wi-Fi is. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that like, I feel like our generation especially has really kind of like, what's that saying? Turned over a new leaf where mm-hmm. we've kind of gone, hold on. 
We're questioning everything. We're for questioning sure. everything. <laughs> why do we do it this way? Wait, yeah, yeah, we are questioning everything. Why? Wh- why do I have to do it that way? And wh- how come I can't do it this way? And and I found that like my employer has been very receptive. To okay, that. so this was the next thing yeah. I was going to ask. So you, um, y- you obviously are working in a super supportive environment. But what I wonder is. Do they love to support that because then they're getting the best version of you back? Because oh, you, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, you know, when you do this, I it's not for the faint of heart because you have to hold yourself to that higher standard, absolutely. right? And this is what, you know, my coworkers and I, people that I lead, we talk about. It's like, this is very much a privilege. And so you better show up. Yeah. And you better not half-ass it. Yeah. Better terms. Absolutely. Because this is like the biggest privilege. And so as my employer, they've seen like you know, more productivity, more of an outcome. Yes. Um, all of those kinds of things. And so why wouldn't an employer be fine with this? That's where I was going to kind of go with that is like, I'm sure as an employer, you want happy, healthy employees Mm -hmm. because then they bring their their best Mm -hmm. self to work. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can only really be that if you're getting what you need outside of those walls. So like, if you're just drained all the time, then you're just coming to work drained all the time. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of magic in that. One thing that I've learned is managing my day by tasks, not by time has Mm. been like absolutely life changing to me. So sitting in a seat working for eight hours isn't necessarily the bar anymore. It's what things do I need to accomplish this week and making like goals for my work week and goals for my work, both professional and personal. Um, and then sticking to those things, getting those, um, worked into my day. Yeah. I've recently started using this free app called Todoist. And yeah. I'm I was going to bring this obsessed. up. Yeah. I have yet to miss a goal. I have moved, I have rescheduled it, but I have yet to not do something that I have put in that app and just the way that it integrates with my entire life. So tell us a little so bit how it actually works because I do, I think this is a key. I know this has been kind yes. of a big thing for you recently. Absolutely. So we, um, I have work calendars. I have a personal calendar. We actually have a friend group calendar. Oh girl. Um, and so we have all of these Google calendars, which you should absolutely be utilizing. I mean, so great. Yeah. But I needed something that integrated into those calendars, my email, that kind of thing and made me, here's the thing with a to-do list. You can put something on a to-do list all day long, but until you schedule the time to do it, yeah, it ain't it's not getting done. Yeah. So the cool thing about this app is that it takes to-do lists and scheduling the time to get it done and kind of marries it all together yeah. and helps you prioritize and reprioritize things. Yeah. Um, and that's just been so, so great. It also is so intuitive to use um, that, I mean, I've been on a walk before. Just sometimes getting stuff out of your brain is like, oh. for me, it's like instead of just having that same thought repeat over and over and over, I just need to get it out of my brain into this app yeah. and that's done. And, I'm the brain dump you know, queen. Yeah. And usually it would go into my notes app to die. And yeah. at least in here, like it, it'll, I'll do something with it. Yeah. So it's just been absolutely game, ch- like a game changer. And I think it's totally, it's totally free for like the first five projects you want to put in there. Yeah. And then after that, it's like 50 bucks a year. So like, Oh, yeah, super great. cost effective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so super great. cost effective. Okay. Earlier you said, I heard you say going back to managing your day by task and not time. Mm-hmm. Cause earlier you said like three tasks and then like a deep work. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Because I also, and I do this really bad. I find myself getting stuck in that. Like, well, if I haven't worked for eight hours today, yeah. then clearly I got nothing done and I'm a worthless piece of crap. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the spiral that I go into every single time. Okay. So this was an absolute game changer for me. What I will do is just go ahead and define my day. Like what does success look like? And 
that is picking three tasks. So these tasks could be activating a, a job or okay. um, getting with a coworker on this thing that I need to pass down, something like that. I also, you know, will work in like three personal tasks too. You can yeah. totally adapt it that way as well. Um, and then picking one like key thing. And like I said, if I have a ton of meetings, I'm not going to work in, I'm not going to overdo it. I mean, yeah. I'm going to pick like, here's my time to deep work. And usually for me, that's like, you know, getting my head around a project that I can activate the next day or, or whatever, but, um, and having that time, but it's just getting really clear on what you want your day to look like Mm -hmm. and what your goals are for that day. Because if you just sit down at your desk and think like, Oh, well, here we go. Yeah. You're, that's how you get in the spiral of kind of where we started in this conversation, which is just like sitting there all day and grinding because you know, we could all sit there all day. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I think there's so many different metrics for success now of like, you know, it might, you know, you're talking about like activating a project. And what I think about is like, you know, now, like I might make, I might have like a reel that's in my drafts, right? Because I'm, a lot of my work is coming in the form mm-hmm. of content in this season Absolutely. of my life. So I might have a reel that's drafted up in my drafts and ready to go. And I might have my little chat bot ready to go. And like the most productive thing I might do all day is activate the chat bot and post the reel. And then here it goes and it takes off and it's working by itself. And it took me 30 seconds to do that, but it was like for sure the most productive thing that I could have done that day. But two days but ago. But if you lie to yourself and you're like, I didn't do anything today. But exactly. But your goal, then you're like, wow. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, f- and I can it's find freedom. It's, like it's truly yes. freedom. Yes. Cause I can find myself feeling like a failure if I don't acknowledge the fact that that was very productive, that I mm-hmm. got that out in the world and that it is doing what it's supposed to do now. But sometimes I forget that like, oh yeah, but two days ago I might've spent a few hours like creating that content and drafting it all up and preparing it and getting all the things scheduled and da 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 da. So just because today was the day that it was just the click of a button, yep. that doesn't mean it, I was any less successful. And what's really interesting is that I talk about all the time, like in the fitness game, I talk all the time about how like your the scale is not the best tool to measure success. But then like I get on the work side of things and I will, I sometimes will not allow yeah. myself that same grace of like, that might not be the me- the best tool to measure my success today. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And you just get in that shame spiral and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Once you're in that, that's hard to get out of. Yeah. Then so, that's when you disappear for a few days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're like knocking on the door. Exactly. Um, so speaking of like the scale and da da da, so you've been super on your health game. Yeah. So Thanks can we to you. can we <laughs> can we transition and talk about that yeah, a little sure. bit? Um. So tell us kind of like what are some of your goals right now? I mean, share as much as you want to share, but um, like you were the girl that kind of started running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R- woggling is what I call ah! it. It's like a walk jog at the pace of you could out speed walk me. But, but you did it. Yeah, yeah. And keeping going on just like, I say just keep running no yeah. matter how slow you're going to go because yeah. your brain, you, it tells yourself you're a runner, yeah. not a walker. And yeah. that word is just like so empowering. A big deal, yeah. girls. I mean, you know. So like, I mean, I personally, I've had the pleasure of like having a front row seat of kind of watching this evolve for you. Yeah. But tell us like, when that started, kind of what that domino effect has been and how it's like really kind of changed who you are in that area of your life. Yeah. So I feel like. I feel like there's nothing more like mentally clarifying yep. than a good run. Um, And once you kind of get down just that, you know, go slow, go mm-hmm. slow. If it's hard, I call it easy, not mm-hmm. slow, but just mm-hmm. like keep it easy, run yeah. easy. Um, You really do get into that 
point of being able to like process things, plan your day for tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. those types of things. And it is just so, I mean, and the endorphins are great. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, oh, it's the best drug in the so world. So for me, it was just starting with, you know, small, a five minute run, yeah. a 10 minute run. Um, and can I pause right there? Yeah. Because when you first started doing this, I was like, this is brilliant. She's got it figured out because so many people will say, I'm going to go run for a mile or I'm oh, going to go yeah. run for two miles or three miles. And they may not have done that. No, you got to go for time, not distance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. so brilliant. And eventually I'm sure like you can start adding on distance as you progress. Absolutely. But like, yeah. But it's setting your, you set yourself up for success from the very beginning mm-hmm. because you can go run for five minutes or you can go run for 10 minutes, but don't look at the distance. Mm-hmm. But give yourself the win of, I said I was going to run for 10 minutes, and I did. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing I love the most about running is that it takes all excuses out for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as long as you have, you know, your tennis shoes yep. and a good sports bra, like, you, what's your excuse, girl? Like, yeah, get out there. Get out there. It. The road's so out there, girl. Amidst, amidst, like, living in the country or on a work trip, like, I can always find yep. a place to run, whether that's a school track. I mean utilize those things yeah as well if you don't have a gym right there listen you roll through any small town in texas and you can hit the track and it's such a good vibe it's gonna be open always always okay so this is so it kind of started out as running and honestly lala was the first person to say we should be (laughs) tracking things we should be collecting data on this so you were the first person tire was tire was we have to always give him credit and he never lets us forget it yeah no but in the girl on the girl side of the fam yeah you were the first one to be like hey a wearable yeah you know or um the nike run club app also free here i have my technology Um, but it's brilliant it's a great app if you want to start tomorrow and you don't want to wait on a root or your whoops on the way yeah um that app is great the coaching in there is great yeah they literally have five minute runs and they it syncs with your spotify music or whatever music really well and so Uh the coach pops in your ear like it's it's really elite great yeah of course, it's Nike. Yeah. I mean, hello. And it's free. They make yeah. us mad sometimes, but yeah. they're, it's, you know, it's yeah. elite. I don't want to like it. But so, like it. <laughs> yeah. So, but I feel like that with the, like the running and then the wearables, which we, we started with the aura ring and then we all got on the whoop game really mm-hmm. quick, but I feel like it, it's kind of evolved for you. And now there's like the lifting and then mm-hmm. you're tracking your macros really hard. And how have you seen that kind of affect you? Physically, and I don't mean like your size, I mean like your energy level mentally. Yeah. How have you seen it translate into your day at work? Like all that kind of stuff. Accomplishing something like that daily Mm -hmm. is just huge for me because no matter what kind of day you've had, personally, professionally, getting out there and like just accomplishing that is, has been huge. Um, like I said, like the mental clarity that has come from it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's tons of scientific reasons why I feel mentally clear after a workout, but just... It just, I I did get to a phase where I was feeling really foggy, yeah. really just unclear. Yeah. Um, and that's the only way I can like really explain Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. And so the lifting and the cardio has really helped. And now, you guys got a cold plunge. Yes. We cold plunged. Tyler cold showers every day. Yeah. He's done it every day this year. Um, but that's just been an absolute game changer for me. And honestly, now it's so much part of my habit. Yeah. That. I don't miss it. And I have some like fail safes. So I have a great living room workout that I go to. And at the end of the day, I know 
that, hey, you have no excuse. If all else fails, yeah. You have 15 minutes to hack that out if that's all you have. Yeah, or if the weather gets crappy or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, I have to have that kind of stuff I mean, life happens. You have to have flexible routines. Absolutely. Dynamic routines. You have to have dynamic routines. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You said a second ago, it's part of my habit now. And, you know, one of the things that I preach all the time is, like, consistency is the queen. Mm -hmm. She will always win. And so what do you feel like are some things that have helped you stay consistent in that game? Helped oh, you so establish have, that consistency? I love a spreadsheet, I'm sure. If you've oh, gotten this yes. far in the podcast, yeah. like, that's no shock to you. But I love a spreadsheet. And my fitness pal... We're we're not great friends. I mean, yeah. I just don't love plugging something in. You can use it in the same. For me, I would much rather yeah plan out my week, plan out my food, take out the questions for yeah. myself, like on the weekend. Yeah, and then when Monday rolls around, I know like okay for breakfast I'm eating this, for lunch I'm yeah. eating this, and it's just all done for me. Yeah, so I have a really great spreadsheet that I yeah. do that with. And if I don't do it, I mean, I I I'd struggle. It's gonna fall um, apart. Yeah, like you know. I've kind of freelanced today and I'm behind on my, on my food and calories. Um, yeah. And so I really think that's the thing in tracking those things. I, you said this, you were like, girl, you're under eating. I was like, there's, oh, there's no way. Oh, like, there's absolutely. No oh, way. Oh. And turns out Tracy was right. So I, I think it's, we think the problem's like overeating and not moving, but I was moving and I wasn't eating and under eating. And I say this, like I preach this so hard. I think I say it 17 times in the energy academy in the online course. Like most women, the mistake that they are making with food is that they are under eating. They assume they are overeating. And what is actually happening is they are under eating because what they're doing is they're thinking, Oh, I'm going to go, you know, to Mexican food with my friends mm-hmm. tonight. And so they just have some Starve coffee. all day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then they go eat one meal at night and they think they ate 7,000 calories. And I'm like, you ding dong, you've had a thousand calories today. Yeah. No wonder you feel horrible. So, and it was, okay. Two things I want to point out right here. Number one, you know yourself very, very well. And so, um, when we were like, Hey, let's start tracking your macros and look at this and see what happens. Because I was like, I really think you're probably like severely under eating. And, um, I mentioned my fitness pal and you knew yourself well enough to go, well, what I'm going to do is create a spreadsheet and yeah. y'all, she sent me this spreadsheet <laughs> and I was like, this woman is a freaking genius. Cause I could, I don't think I could ever I make wanna like my fitness pal. You've heard, like I've mentioned how many, apps, I want to like, 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 it. like it. It's just not for me. Like, but you know what? I think that's part of your success yeah. is that you knew yourself well enough to know that like using that app is quite frankly going to just annoy the shit out of me so i'm not gonna use it it. makes me feel it makes me feel like i'm having to just like be in it all day yeah and answer it it. yeah i want i i want food freedom yeah you know what i mean i want i want the illusion of like yeah whatever i want yeah (laughs) really i just figured it out earlier yeah and so and but what you've started you know yourself well enough to know that and i think a lot of people you've got to know yourself well enough to know that like if you don't like stopping to track in my fitness pal throughout your day, yeah. then you're probably not going to do it. Right. Or if you just are bad about doing that, if you just get going and you're just probably not going to do it, mm-hmm. you have to know that about yourself. And you were smart enough to go, no, I'm going to go ahead and, and I teach this in the energy academy. I'm going to front load my week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take 30 to 45 minutes out of my weekend to literally plan every single meal. And I've seen this spreadsheet, y'all. And I mean, it's, I'm talking... Homegirl knows exactly what she's eating for breakfast on Wednesday morning, and the macros are perfect. Yeah. But then, you know, the other brilliant thing that I love about this is you've taken that question off the table for yourself yep. all week long. Yep. So you don't have to think about it. 
Yep. There's no energy that goes like into planning that. your outfit or wearing yep. the same. It's like a capsule wardrobe but yep. for your food. Yeah. Yeah. And we're big on that. Like in yeah. our friend group, like we're very much like the less we have to think about, the more powerful mm-hmm. we are with the things that we do need to think about. Mm-hmm. And that's been brilliant. But okay. So this is, that was first thing. Second thing, talk to me about how you feel differently now that you've kind of got your food where it needs to be. And what, how, what has that done for you and how do you feel differently? I mean, seeing the progress, just like the steady progress of a pound, two pounds, um, it has just been, I want to feel like I've got the ball rolling Mm -hmm. and I don't care what that number is as long as it's rolling in the right direction for my goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that has just been like life-changing yeah. for me in the past couple weeks. Yeah. And it, that, that piece right there, like, wants to keep me mentally hooked. It's really yeah. hard when you feel like you're doing all the right things um, and nothing is happening. Yeah. And for me, that's kind of what it's felt like is, you know, I'm moving daily. I'm not eating bad. I'm not yeah. eating. Even truthfully now, like, I'm not eating really anything different. I'm just eating different quantities and different yeah. combinations. Yeah. Um. So just seeing that your body's it's like one giant science experiment and oh, you just totally. embrace and kind of take the emotion out of it yeah and you're like this is a science experiment and i just need to find the combination that yeah. works for me yep um just don't give up because it absolutely like does kind of when it's not working it feels just like so devastating yeah when i was like hey you got to eat way more food were yeah. you scared oh absolutely because i saw what my whoop was saying that i burned and the number that you were telling me to Consume was yeah. the same as that. And I was like, well, how does this work? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> the math and ain't math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I did it and I texted her five days later and was like, I've lost two and a half pounds. Yeah. Holy crap. Like, yeah. It's working. Yeah. So. And it's so interesting how your body will come out of that like fight or flight mode when you start giving it the gas that it needs. Um, and it's, it's also so interesting how that can, I think for women, especially how much that can change your mental energy, um, your emotional state, your mental state, because we're just, we don't realize how hungry we are and how like our brain is just not functioning Mm -hmm. because it can't, Mm -hmm. you know? And I I think it changes the game in a lot of areas that we don't think it's going to change it because we've been so conditioned to think about, you know, what is the number on the scale going to say? And what size pants are they going to be? And da, 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 da. But then really when you get your nutrition locked down, you're like, wow, my mental clarity is on point. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's just absolutely like the fog is gone. I can't explain yes, to you that, like that. what kind of, yeah. Yeah. And I, the nutrition module in the Energy Academy is one of the longest ones. And one of the things that I say in there over and over and over again is that like, no wonder you feel like frazzled and stressed and overwhelmed and like you're going to fall apart every day when you're literally driving your... You're, you're, you have no gas in the tank. Mm-hmm. It's like getting in the car mm-hmm. and expecting it to take you somewhere on E. Mm-hmm. It makes it makes no sense. And you have to carve out the time to put those systems in place. Yeah. Because if you don't have the systems in place, then mm-hmm. you're absolutely just going to fail. When I first kind of switched my routine, yeah. I spent a Sunday afternoon like yeah. putting all Figuring the systems it out. in place before I ever even did anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And you are a systems girly. I mean, yeah. in all areas of your life. But I feel like... Um, you know, systems and routines and rituals and stuff like that. I feel like they do give so much freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what you were saying a second ago about like the food freedom, but really it's, it's all planned out, but then it gives you the freedom of like, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to wonder about it. You know, there's so much magic in that. Yeah. That's, I just, I, if I don't do that, I know that I will really 
struggle with meeting yeah. my weekly goals because other things are going to come yeah come in oh yeah life's gonna happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah cool um okay so kind of wrapping it up here and kind of transitioning back talking about working from home a little bit more and stuff if there's somebody listening to this podcast that she's also like a work from home girly or maybe in you know no kind of same lifestyle Mm -hmm. as you maybe or maybe even single or whatever how would you encourage somebody like that to maybe prioritize themselves a little bit when they can get so caught up in their career and so caught up in work and I find that um I think some women who maybe don't have kids yet or whatever feel that like um well, I don't, I, there's no reason for me to not work late tonight because nobody else needs my time or attention. And I'm like, you need your time or attention yeah. or your spouse needs your time and attention. So how would you encourage somebody like that who maybe is kind of in that same lifestyle as you to kind of set that bar for themselves of like, I love myself enough and I respect myself enough that I'm going to give myself time every day to, you know, enjoy my life and not be handcuffed to my desk or whatever, you know? Well, no matter how you're showing up and what capacity you're showing up for the people in your life, whether it's your employer, your family, your friends, Mm -hmm. yourself, Mm -hmm. um, you want to be showing up as the most fulfilled and best version of you. Um, and whoever that is in your life and no matter what their motive is for caring about you, whether they love you or they love you as an employee or whatever that is, um, you, owe it to yourself, number one, to show up that way. Yeah. But then, I mean, to everybody else too, that only benefits every single you know, area person of in your life. life. So yeah. um, the guilt factor just really like, it's not going for a walk in the middle of the day isn't something that you should feel guilty for because you're not sitting yeah. at sitting at your desk. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Like, and I think there um, is so much. It's about quality, not quantity of yeah. hours here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, guilt is a great word because yeah. I think there are so many people that get stuck in that frame of mind of like, well, I'm the, per- I'm the only person working on this project at work that doesn't have kids. So yeah. I'm the one that should take on the most. And honestly, if that is what you're saying, like that's a red flag. That's a red flag in your process and your organization, all of those things, because you absolutely shouldn't be the only one. Um, and you know, maybe you're failing in that capacity to not bring somebody else along and yeah and train them to help support you yeah. like you know you should be kind of reaching down and yeah uh, it's not a good thing to be like a hoarder of yeah of information or whatever absolutely you're finding fulfillment from from that yeah and not from something else yeah so, yeah you know. that's a really good point that's a really good point I loved this episode. I think this is so good. I'm so grateful that thank you for having me. Oh so man, fun. It's, isn't it fun? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really grateful that you made time to do this, and I appreciate you very much. Tell them because you guys, Lauren does share a lot of really great like career tips and like just. I mean, I would almost consider them life tips, not really career, but like you just share so much great content, so many thank great you, thoughts. Thank you. So tell them online where they can find you. So I'm Lauren Anel on TikTok and Instagram. That's yep. Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, and then my middle name, A-N-N-E-L-L-E. Yeah. And I'll put it in the show notes, but you guys should absolutely go follow just a really cool, like, she's just, just what a vibe, man. So what a much. vibe. Thank you. I love the content that you share and I love all the, you know, just all the things. So you guys got to go check it out. Um, especially for those of you that are working from home and maybe you're, you're kind of struggling with like the, 
not knowing when to turn it off or not prioritizing yourself or, you know, having like there, you're, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I don't have a transition time. I don't have a shutdown routine. Mm-hmm. Like I loved that. Maybe you're um, still looking for your dream job and that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. your dream life yeah, that you're looking exactly. for is your dream life and you need a job that, um, supports that and funds that. Absolutely. So, and that's the message Lauren puts out online and it's fantastic. So you guys go check it out. I'll put everything in the show notes as always. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate you listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye you guys. Thanks so much for joining me here at the Energy Academy. You can find me over on Instagram at tracy.w. Dot Jones. We'll catch you in the next episode.